Hello everyone and welcome to Beyond the INC, the podcast that doesn't have the biggest rowing team, but you should see the size of our cocks. Coming up on this week's farce, we have the first play of a hot new remix of the next Keen single. We're going to squeeze all this week's news into just a couple of minutes with natty sound effects to boot. And we're going to be chatting about whether the band's love-in with Nicole Scherzinger leaves them open to charges of hypocrisy. Sounds confrontational, yet interesting. Should be good, and that is all coming up on today's Beyond the Iron Sea. Beyond the Iron Sea. Chris, it's 10 o'clock. Right, no, it's 10.05. We've got no show. We've got no clue. We've spent the last hour and a half trying to contact a Chilean girl in Buenos Aires just so that we can talk to her about tonight's gig. Um, it's not really coming together tonight, is it? No. I think it's time to pick up the pace, though. Shall we do a quick Fry News roundup? Let's do it. Keen are down in South America, but they're not doing what most Westerners do. Like take advantage of their increased buying power, do the Inca Trail, get kidnapped, or experiment with Class A drugs. No, they're entertaining their most enthusiastic fans, and we would have had a report from the show right here, but while O2 were spending all their money on sponsoring music venues, they forgot to invest in some proper fucking service. Yeah, don't hold back there, Andrew. Um, <laughs> we've had some very strange tones, haven't we? Like, there aren't any phone lines available. It's, it's like being in the 70s. But it is. We should have phoned ahead and it booked a line in advance, but there you go. Um, but, yeah, what's interesting, and I don't think we've said this before, is that they're down there now, in South America, before they even consider doing the North American tour. Yeah, for the band, it seems that South America is more important than North America, and to, to be playing there six months into the campaign is sooner than a lot of other Western bands. I mean, we were talking about Radiohead and Coldplay, weren't we, yeah. touring around the same time. They've had albums out for a lot longer now. Yeah, it, it's it's a priority area for Keen. They're mm. hugely popular down there, and they, they want to keep it that way. Yeah, whereas in the past, they've, you know, they've really wanted to conquer North America, because that's what they've seen as important. But it's nice that they're seeing that they've got you know a really hardcore fan base there, and they're doing something for them. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, you look at the little details... Um, Tom putting all the effort into speaking Spanish to the fans. Um, this, is a, this is a band who don't like flying. They're doing 16 flights to make this happen. Blimey. Um, I, I, I gather that's right. Um, fans um, coming to greet them at the airport, them being allowed in to watch sound checks. It's, you know, they, they couldn't really make a bigger statement of how much playing down there means to them. Like yeah, so they love the South more than the North, we reckon. Bong. Good link, Chris, because the US tour has been announced and is on sale now. And um, before we move on, I think we should just say a lot of North American fans have been very happy with their tickets, but some have complained about the pre-sales not working out as they should have. Um, But seeing as this seems to happen every single time there's a pre-sale and someone's always very disappointed by it, um, it's not particularly new, so let's, let's move straight on. Okay, let's do that. If you get to get your tickets, all the info is at keenmusic.com, your regular Bible. And the dates culminate in a show at New York's Radio City Hall on May the 27th. But that's pretty much completely sold out now, I think. Much to Tim's delight. Bong. So, some festival news to announce now. Keen will be playing at the following summer festivals. The SOS 4.8 Festival in Spain on Saturday the 2nd of May. Pink Pop in the Netherlands on Sunday the 31st of May. The TW Classic in Belgium on Saturday the June the 20th. Oxygen in Ireland on the Friday the 10th of the July. Tea in the Park in Scotland on Sunday 12th July. The V Festival in Staffordshire in Essex on the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd of August. And that's it for the moment. There are more to come so keep your eyes open. Tickets for most of these are either on sale now or on sale very soon. So if you fancy going to these, go to keymusic.com. 
Or, if you are thinking of going to V, stay at home and try to work a bread knife up your anus. It'll be less painful and much cheaper. Bong. Digital Spy are reporting that Keane will be appearing in the new series of Live from Abbey Road, a concert series recorded at the famous studios. You have an extra perspective on this, Chris? Not really, but it does sound good, and it's only five minutes walk away from here too. Bong. Better than this, the next single from Perfect Symmetry is due out on 16th of March, and the artwork for it is now online at keenmusic.com. Anyone expecting it to work wonders with the charts should probably scale those ambitions back because the band will only return from South America a few days before release, and so they're not going to be able to promote it as fully as they have done with some of their other releases, so we wouldn't be expecting a big chart entry for this one. Bong. Chris had a dream that Jesse Quinn was Spanish. Yep. Cool. Bong. And finally, we've heard Tom's guest appearance on Rocco DeLuca's new record. The band struck up a rapport when they played some shows together in the US, and Tom recorded this part for their latest album. Here's an illicit snippet. And all this that you have in your It. I always thought Tom would be quite good at guesting on records. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's a quality middle eight right there. And that is this week's quick fire news. Bong. And now we have something of an exclusive for you. Better Than This is out on March the 16th. That's the next Keen single, as we said in the news. But we've received something very interesting indeed ahead of that release. Yep, we believe this is a special white label remix of Better Than This from Jake Gosling and John Wolfe, a.k.a. Sketch is Dead. Now, some of you might think this is a bit cheesy or predictable, but personally, I think it's fucking awesome. This is the Sketch is Dead remix of Better Than This. Do you feel like you It's a bit more predictable than the CSS remix of uh, The Lovers Are Losing or the Frank Music remix of Perfect Symmetry, isn't it? But I think it's, it's, you know, for what it is, it's pretty damn good. All the important bits have been turned right up. And it's... That bass line is fat. It's it's fatter. It's beyond fat. It's obese. Did you just <laughs> say that? <laughs> I think I did. Oh, I think I did. What a twat. Beyond Right. Since the campaign to support Perfect Symmetry began, Tim and the rest of the band have been speaking about people looking to take the shortcut to fame. 
coming through reality TV contests such as Big Brother or Pop Idol as their way of becoming well known and sort of looking down on it in you know quite a derogatory manner, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it's about time we've had a proper sit down and a chat, you know, about uh, the difference in this kind of rhetoric and in interviews and the way they actually behave in practice. If we look at them better than this, the next single going to be a big track for them. Um, it's a track about talent contests and manufactured artists, and it, it does look down on them. And it's it's basically suggesting that this is not the kind of thing that people should aspire to. Um, it's basically if I if I can put it like this, it's the it's the flagstone of the party line about this this temporary fame, the aspirational fame. Yeah, we've seen quite a few interviews where they've you know had little digs at X Factor winners and so on. But then on the other hand, on the front page, they, they proudly show a video of them with their good celebrity friend, Nicole Scherzinger. Now, I mean, if you're not familiar with uh, Nicole's background, um, she was the, the front woman of the Pussycat Dolls, who were basically a burlesque group uh, from California, who were given this, this record deal by Interscope, but a very unusual record deal. Now, you can tell us what was unusual about it, Chris. Well, as far as I understand, they're actually employees of, the, of uh, Interscope Records, and they're on the Pussycat Dolls label. So the record company basically owned the group, their music, absolutely everything, merchandise. And I, I, under, I understand that basically any one of them could be replaced at any time. Well, I mean, there was even a recent uh, TV series where they did just that, and, you know, they, they got someone in on talent contest for the next, you know, who will be the next Pussycat Doll. Now, Nicole, the, the front woman, her background is, you'd never guess, in reality TV, that she came out of Pop Stars, which was the, well, the American version of Pop Stars, um, which was the port from the UK version, which has eventually become X Factor. It's it's a bit ironic, isn't it? And we don't want to go on about this too much because we don't actually have a problem with this. I don't think I, I, no, I'm quite happy all. to you know read Pop Justice, and, and I thought she came across as a you know absolutely brilliant idiot. I, that I think we just need to make make it clear that we we're, we're not having a go at Nicole at all. Uh, some some you know good throwaway pop tunes that that have come from Pussycat Dolls and from her. I think really what we're aiming at is the the hypocrisy of criticising some reality TV stars, the ones in the UK, and going on and on about it in interviews, and yet being quite happy to cosy up to another one in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, and uh, I remember when we spoke to Tim for a keymusic.com interview uh, a few years ago, he told us that he turned down the chance to work with Britney for you know similar sort of reasons. So. Um, Ashley Simpson as well. You know, it's as though there there is a certain criteria which has to be fulfilled, but there's they're not... They, they're not quite clear on what that is. Yeah, it's almost like the band needs a sort of figure of hate to, you know, rant against. Now that we haven't got a Republican president, uh, they need they yeah. need a bit of controversy, and, and this seems to be the way that they're courting that. It's funny, actually, that something that I, I, I've always enjoyed, I found it fascinating to talk to the band about the way that Keen are name-dropped in a derogatory fashion by other bands in interviews. A soft target, really. Yeah, and in a sense... In perhaps the last sort of year or two, Keen have found their own soft targets. The 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 anti-war, uh, the anti-Bush statements were very very easy to make and something that was very uh, you know an easy flag for them to hoist. And now we've moved on to their own soft musical targets. Um, you know, ra- reality TV stars, um, uh, X Factor, that sort of thing. And uh, in a sense, it, it is exactly the same as. As say you know, um, Serge from Kasabian saying that that Keena for you know middle-aged women, it it it's the you know it's it's the same lazy kind of thing, and I think 
particularly when Kasabian then go out and, and drink with drink with Keen and are very friendly, and then particularly when Keen go out and, and cosy up with Nicole Schertzinger. Maybe cosy up's not the right term, but no. you know what I mean. Yeah, it is hard to see where the band draw the line. Tim's been, you know, very vocal about some of the pop bands he loves. So it, it'd be, I just wish we all had a chance to interview him in this very room, if only. Eh? <laughs> well, it, to be honest, it's a fascinating discussion, and I think we, we'd love to to know what you uh, what you think of it. Yeah, you can email us at mailbox at beyondtheinc.com if you've got any thoughts on this particular issue. I mean, do you think the band are being hypocritical, or are they just standing up for musical integrity? Let us know. Beyond the That's all from this week's Lunchbox Size Beyond the ANC. Maybe your lunchbox, mate. Maybe your lunchbox. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed the tracks we've played you this time out. Yep, but before we go, we've got a couple of shouts that we'd like to give out. Um, first of all, hi to Sophia Cruz Tetlamatsi. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> Rather you than me, Chris. Uh, anyway, yes, she, she wrote to tell us that she had the best time of her entire life at the concert in Mexico this week. Wow. Johanna Karf for giving us some German hints and tips. And Charles Heintor for asking where our spiralling instrumental came from. Yep, Charles, it's all my own work. It's up on the website now if you'd like to have a listen. Just love that theremin solo in there. Yeah, in my defence I'd only been playing about a week, but there you go. But anyway, that's all folks. We'll be back soon with more tales from Beyond the INC. Yar! <laughs> and until then, goodbye. Yar!